0: Hello, everybody. My name is Lon Strohshine, former public company executive turned lifestyle engineer. One year ago, I left my job as a public company executive, and I left without a resume, without another job, without a Rolodex of clients. But I left anyway. I left believing that the best years of my life were in front of me and knowing that they weren't going to be found where I was standing. I left, and my mission has become to inspire the lives of a thousand dudes, to inspire the dude I used to be, to go do the things they want to do. My job here is to give you courage to finally act. And it's to remind you that dude at this stage in life, nobody shows up to do it for you. But I'm here and I'll travel that highway with you. Thanks for being here. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you along the normal 40 highway. Welcome to Normal 40, the podcast. My name is Lon Stroshine, founder of The Normal 40, and I am super excited to have you here. Hey, everyone, we've got a great show for you today. I'm going to be sitting down, actually not sitting down, I'm going to be staring at a screen uh, with a dude named Andrew Zanit. Andrew's a cat who found me on the internet, found me on LinkedIn, presumably, started following me. I didn't know he even existed. I didn't know he followed me. He had never liked anything I'd written. He'd never reached out to me by email. He just went in, booked a, booked a ramble, a free ramble. And he and I sat down and we connected for almost 45 minutes on just our live story and where we're at. Look, this guy is, his story is absolutely fascinating. You are going to love hearing him and you're going to love hearing him, hearing his story. But this guy's a little bit different than the last couple cats we brought in here. First, right when we are connected, you're going to realize that he's sitting on a farm in New South Wales, Australia. And when we were connected, I had no idea. I was talking to a dude in Australia, um, but it it, it uh, became pretty obvious as I was staring at the screen on his little iPhone, that this was going to be a little bit different of a conversation, but there's a couple of things that make it different. Not the fact that he's in Australia, but the fact that he's already made the trade. So many of the guys that I talk to are guys that, that are in the mix. They're in the, they're in the knife fight of, do I? Don't I? Do I stay? Do I go? I, I know what I have is great, and I know that my best days are right here, and I'm living them, and I know I would make a trade, but I don't know what I would trade it for. Well, this guy's already made the trade. This guy's had it. He's had the life. He's had the title. He's had the corner office. He's made, he's made what he needs to make, and at one point, he decides, my work here is done. And he makes the trade. And ironically, he makes a trade within about a month of when I made my trade. So we're we're on a similar path. He sold his house and he moved his family to rural Australia and they're starting their new family there. And he tells us his entire story. And I want to tell you it's just absolutely spectacular. And it's fun for me, you know. So, like I said, we didn't expect this to turn into a podcast. This is just a ramble. This is a couple of dudes having a conversation about how tough life gets and how weird it gets, and how when you pay attention to the things that matter and then you use those things to actually make decisions rather than ignoring them, delaying them, or thinking that it will get easier later, you actually do the work of making the decision and you and you lean into change. It's kind of amazing what happens to your life over a period of days, weeks, months, and in our case, now about a little bit over a year. So look, you're going to really, really enjoy getting to know Andrew. I really hope that in the next week or two, we can have him on the podcast live with me and Adam. But uh, in the meantime, you're going to get to hear his story. You're going to get to hear him talk about what others say after you've left. You're going to get to hear him work through the reasoning that he gave to leave. You're going to hear some chickens and goats in the background, and uh, you get to just Tag along for the ride and hear what Andrew's new normal is all about. Look, everyone, I am super glad you're here. I can't wait for you to hear this episode of the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and let this one play out, and then I'm going to see you on the backside. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah, well, what part of the world go. are you in, man?
1: Um, So... Uh... Capital of Queensland is Brisbane. Capital of New South Wales is Sydney and sort of halfway in between. So um, for all intents and purposes, about four hours north of Sydney, Australia.
0: How far from Toowoomba?
1: Toowoomba, Toowoomba. It'd be about a two hour flight. So yeah, not, not too close, not too far, not too far. Why so is that I've,
0: you've been there before? I've been, I've been to Sydney, Brisbane, and Toowoomba. I was thinking that it was between there, but I might I might have. It's been a long time since I've looked at right. a 4X lager yeah. and studied my <laughs> studied my uh, geography of Australia.
1: It hasn't been a long time since I've had a 4X lager. That's another story <laughs> for another time. <laughs>
0: well, I can appreciate well,
1: my time, Thank you. Thank you for giving me your time as well, man. It's, I'm really looking forward to this. I am too, man. I am too. Yeah. So, what's the story, man? What's 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 your what's your what mission are you on?
0: How'd you get mission, on course? Yeah, man. My mission's simple. Uh, it it's simple now. It wasn't simple six months or a year or it, what didn't it exist a year ago? My mission is simple. Yeah, right. To inspire the change uh, of a thousand dudes to take back and live the second half of their life on their terms, the way they want to. Yeah, And along the way, that requires a bunch of really hard decisions. And everybody thinks that it was easier for somebody else. And everybody thinks that, um, that next year it will be easier for them. And well, the only thing that happens is instead of being 43 and and reasoning through it, they turn 53 and wish they'd have done it 10 years ago and it's no easier and the trade is still looming. So my, Hmm. uh, my mission is just to show up for dudes and chat with them. And uh, I, I do have a few that have hired me. I do these calls for free and I never give a pitch. I, I, I mm-hmm. just, I'm like, if I'm your dude, you'll know it and I'll know it. And then the world will take care of itself. I'm not, this isn't a funnel. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't ask people to get in a call so that mm-hmm. I can put, put people in some sort of a, a funnel, but that's my mission, man, my mission. And I'll know, I'll say, I will we'll know I'm successful and when i have a thousand notes of thanks from the dude yeah. or their spouse or their kids or their parents or a friend saying thanks for showing up for andrew it mattered mm. his life has improved thank you
1: yeah that's awesome that's um that's you got for what it's worth from the outside looking in and and i'm sort of passively observing what you're doing and sort of piecing together my own version of what i think Lon's up to um i you should be commended for what appears to be laser focus on your mission, mate. And that's, that's really cool. The fact that you want to um, show up for others and whatever happens in the world and the universe will sort itself after that and, and how, how the other gears and other things mesh together. I, I reckon that's super cool, man, for what it's worth. It actually oh. moves me inside you know, I'm and I'm a pretty, pretty hard motherfucker. So I'll
0: pay that. I'll pay that big time. <laughs> oh, I'll pay that big time. I appreciate that, dude. I, I really do. I really, really do. Because some days, as you know, it gets hard to show up every day, come up with something that feels original every day. And that's the yeah. grind. I mean, it's, it's, a, how can, yeah. how can I write something today? That's almost like I've almost the same thing as the thing I said for each of the last hundred days, but it hits guy just different enough to inspire them to do something. And that's uh that gets to be, that gets to, that's a that's not an easy task.
1: No, I can't imagine it would be, and it's it's certainly above my pay grade. And look, you you're, you're a wordsmith and you're very uh, articulate. But apart from that, it's um nothing you've written is anyway disingenuous. It, it 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 and I'm sure to your point, um people will take what they need from different things that you've written because different things will resonate with different people. And and that's why I guess it's super cool and important that you you've got that laser focus just to keep putting it out there and whatever lands and sticks lands and sticks and i'm sure you'll surpass your goals of of a thousand notes um on the current trajectory you're on mate so keep trucking on brother keep trucking on
0: thank you man i uh i gotta tell you i'm a south i'm so i'm from south dakota which is smack in the middle of the u.s and uh and i'm a farm kid so i hear roosters crowing in the background there and it's it's making me (laughs) it's uh it's feeling like home i can tell you yeah so um
1: short short version of a long story i'm sat at a shed where we've got where we made a conscious decision to put the satellite internet so it's away from the house um it's away from the family um which also has a long list of added benefits um but it does mean that for a call like this i'm in and amongst italian sheepdogs barking roosters crowing um a whole bunch of other stuff going on you might have Seeing in the in your peripheral vision some some kangaroos floating past, it's all happening here. Um, but I wasn't raised a farm kid. I'm I'm city slicker through and through, and uh, both feet in the deep end into this life, which which um, which I'm sure you didn't take for granted growing up in it. But I I wouldn't trade this. Talking about trade, pardon the cliche, I wouldn't trade this for the world. Never, 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 never. Now that I've immersed myself in it with the family, so. You're right. You're very observant. There's, there's a lot of stuff happening at the moment in the background. And yes, we are living in a rural setting, which is kind of cool. Very cool. Actually.
0: And I love it all, man. I love it all. Yeah. Well, someday I'm going to pay a visit and then I'm going to see the place for myself. hundred percent.
1: I was going to say the, um, I've, I've, I've Turned from the phrase "the doors always open" as being a welcoming, welcoming gesture to the the farm gates always open. I've had to adjust to that. So um, the farm gates open for you, mate. Whenever, whenever you're in town, if you want to pass through, it's always, it's always open for you, brother. I love it. I love it, man. Well, tell me about what's your, tell me
0: your story, boss.
1: It's um, it's it's not it's not in any way compelling. It's probably a typical story you've heard a thousand times over or more. Um, it is our journey. Um, so high level recap. I'm a I'm a husband to a beautiful lady called Eleanor. Um, she's the the glue that holds this thing together. Um, three three beautiful children. Uh, Olivia, my eldest, who's seven. Jaden, five, and Jake, who's two and a half. Um, and, and really, that is the nucleus of everything. It's not a cliche. Like I, it, there's there's nothing I wouldn't do for them, and there's um, no sacrifice I wouldn't make for them either. So everything has revolved around that um uh engineer by trade for what it's worth um these are not things i identify as it's just i went on this journey so engineer um my mother and father a typical migrant story uh came with empty suitcases started from nothing and had their first family home with you know myself and my siblings and and having a good education was always what they put on the table so we well, know by no means silver spoon um lot of grind on their part um they they showed me I guess that if you want something, you got to go get it. They instilled a lot of good properties and sorry, good um, good values into me from a young age, which I think I've carried through in life. Um, re- really solid people, um, respect them a lot. Um, so it was always about education. There was always food on the table, roof over the head. There was nothing much with all the flashy bells and whistles, but you know, went to university. Did mum and dad proud with that because you know they that was something they wanted of me. I kind of feel like in retrospect. Maybe it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I kind of did it because it was this this new chapter of the migrant story. Come to Australia and start a family and don't work as hard as we did manually. You'd be able to 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 use your brain and, and put it to good use and get a good job and all that sort of cliche and that that what you know society expects of us. So I did all of that and 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 you know, without in any way seeming arrogant, I smashed it out of the park. I was some hot shit. Everything I touched turned to gold. I had great sponsors and mentors. There was nothing that I saw as a challenge. It's not to say I could do everything, but I bit into everything and clawed at everything I could. And you know, I was, for what it's worth, I was a project manager looking after stuff in the other side of the world at the ripe right old age of twenty-five. I was responsible for contracts that had liquidated damages for a million dollars plus. I was hanging out with oil and gas companies. Like it was all, it was all happening. I was going to fun parts of the world, and people were paying for it, and the bank account was fantastic. And that sort of seemed to set me on this course of. That's what being successful is. Um, I had, I've got these really lucid, vivid moments in my life where I have these defining moments. And one of them was I was sitting in a karaoke bar in, in South Korea and I was looking at my then colleagues and one was dancing with a girl and he was married. So I'm thinking, that's not cool. I was single but you know, disclaimer, I was single at this stage. So what I was doing was my business um, there was a guy that was on his third marriage. There was a guy that was 60 and never married. And I, and I always yearned to have a family and kids and have that sort of solid foundation. But it wasn't really conducive to the lifestyle I was living. So I had a light bulb moment and said, and that, that was one of those sort of fork in the road moments for me. I said, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I made hay while the sun shone um bank accounts looking good i can go back and, and start a new life in in where i originated from in sydney and and you know lay some firmer roots and find a woman if i was so fortunate enough to do so and you know start a family so that was one of those fork in the road moments came to a, came to meet my my now wife and we're still together so i think i picked good and and you know and it hasn't been easy we've had our challenges but we've, we've been able to ride through all of that which is which is good and she's my ride or die and um I'll be honest with you the 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 main thing in my life was having my first child like it was everything that I thought I was working for and it was what I had um but then there was this pivoting moment where I became consumed probably by my predisposition and how I'm hardwired to just work hard and be a good provider and do all this stuff so I just I went into work mode for for a while and, and I realized I wasn't a really good dad I wasn't there I wasn't present um you know, it's not to say that I was having any arguments with my wife about this. That was just all self-reflection. Like, I just, I knew it in the pit of my stomach. It was like, yeah, I'm cool. Um, we've gone from nice house to really nice house, nice house to, you know, nice part of town and all that sort of shit. But it just seemed really shallow and empty. So, for, for clarity, I now live in a shed. I live in a, in a colour-bond tin shed and I love it. You know, I don't I don't have all the flashy stuff I used to. I drive an old beat-up four-wheel drive. Um, I'm wearing Crocs. I don't
0: um i get whooped up on and parts of Australia show up in those things, yeah,
1: I know I look forward to the to the argument, but no it's um it's 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 it was one of those things and and again probably another cliche, but i took i took the 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 the, the turbulence of the pandemic as a kick in the ass, to be honest with you all these what ifs and could haves and should haves and all the rest of it um I just went enough with the excuses. Um, My kids were only young once and I had the benefit of, of at a period of time having to work from home and I got to see what my wife was enjoying my family. And I actually saw my relationship with my children develop to a point where I thought I had a good relationship, but I realized I was only home to put them in a shower and then into bed. Like it was very transactional. Um, So I went, yeah, I want this. I I want this. And and there's nothing by high water. There's nothing going to get in the way of it. So You talk about the trade, I hung it all up, but there was another, there was another one of those, the real, real salient points. um, And on the surface, um, it seems like a small thing that happened, but it was a real big punch in the face for me. Um, My wife ran a quite a successful uh, cake business. I know that sounds really weird. She'd make wedding cakes and things like that. Um, And that was strategic on her part because it meant she could work from home and look after the kids, which meant she had that, benefit of not being the 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 mum that had to leave we had to put our kids in daycare that was really cool and and i think there are years that she'll always cherish and embrace but what that meant was um we used to get all our shopping delivered to the house With all the modern comforts that we've got nowadays we didn't have to go to town and, and and get the things that we needed so when things started to get locked down at the start of 2020 i did something i hadn't done in years which was go to the shops and I went to the grocery store and, and I was shocked. Like I walked in and there was, I remember going through the, the, the opening gates. I remember it like it was yesterday. And there was, I think there was two bananas, a packet of sausages, and there might've been a cabbage or something. And everything was barren and bare. And, and I was walking around pushing an empty trolley, thinking to myself, I've, ma- I've got an obligation now as a father. Um, and I don't have the skill set in life to be able to look after my kids. So someone sneezed in China, apparently everything went haywire and my obligations still remain there. What am I going to do? Um, and I didn't know, but I rang my mum straight away. I rang my mum. I said, mum, appreciate it. I'm 40 years of age now. I can't remember how old I was there. I said, look, I've been knocking about earth for however many years now. And I've had all the conveniences I've ever needed within five minutes reach. I said, ma, something's missing. I said, cause she comes from a rural background when they were in Italy. I said, you could walk up to a chicken right now and crack its neck and be eating it for dinner tonight. I'm not a man, so I don't know how to do that. And she said to me, Andrew, have you lost the plot? What's going on? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to find answers to this. So that set me off on a course to buy property, as in a rural property where we're sat now, um, spend countless weekends building it up. In parallel to that, I'm working from home, enjoying time with my family. So the plan initially was a a bit of a toe in the water, have a weekend. Uh, it was all very nice and you know, drive up on the weekends, all the rest of it. And then there was just this, I don't know, there was a calling inside saying, Yeah, yeah what you're doing now is just soulless. Just, just go live at the farm. So we, we um, we we mulled over it for a for for a long while. We spoke about it. Um, my wife is the polar opposite of myself in every single possible way you could imagine. Um, I'm the classic overthinker, risk adverse. Um talk about it for countless times and, and procrastinate or well, on the surface, it looks like procrastination, but I get hamstrung by my own, you know, risk analysis. Um, and she's just the, just go and do it. Just talking about it and just do it. And and most of the times in my life when I've actually listened to her on that, we've, we've taken mad steps forward as, as a family unit. So I listen to her. I listen to my heart and, and, um, short version of an otherwise incredibly long story. We're here. Um, have absolutely no experience. Have learnt everything along the way. Still learning. Steep learning curve, um, but quite possibly the most rewarding experience of our lives. And and at this very present moment in time, I've learnt to never say never. But I can't imagine I'd be going back to a traditional setting. So um, the universe offered me a, a a new normal that I wasn't interested in, and we created our own. Is how I is how I'd underscore that. So yeah. Sorry for rambling a little bit, but um, that's, that's as quickly and possibly as succinctly as I can put that. And there's a lot, of, a lot of other bit in between there, as you could possibly imagine, but we're here and loving it, mate. I love it, man. And it's still, I'll be honest with you, there's still moments where um, we'll sit on the balcony having a glass of wine, looking out at what we've, where we're have we still creating, and we go, fuck, what have we done? Um, did you ever think we would be here? And and I still have these some moments of this thing pulling me back to normality and what's expected of you, but then something will happen and just go psh, snap out of that. Um, it's it's we speak about it. There's something that's societally ingrained into into w- what's become expected of you. And I, I haven't I haven't completely shed it if I'm honest with you, Ron. Like in, in if I look inwardly, I, I haven't completely shed it, but I've got that much positive distraction that I can I can smother it. And the more I'm here the more it dissipates and disappears. Um, so that's, that's kind of interesting to see how that on a personal note unfolding. Cause I'll, yeah, you know, you, you leave a high flying executive role where you're, where you're dependent upon, you feel important, you've got a title, you've got an office, you've got all this sort of stuff. And, and um yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's a polar opposite experience. So you kind of feel like what's going on um, to your point that you mentioned before. And, I'll probably shut up after this for a little bit because I really want to listen to you. Is, is, I've had, I've had some people that I would say are happy, genuinely happy for us. Some people that are jealous, but they manifested in a positive way, which is, man, I wish I could do what you do or oh, have done. And I go, just do it. Um, I, if i'm walking proof that you can just do it um it's, it's really like I'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the world I'm, I'm you know it, it can be done anything can be done right um and then i've got others that are resentful uh and it comes manifest manifests in the way that they talk to me as well and these are some really close people to me as well it's, it's been interesting to watch the, the the network around me react to what i've done i don't think anything that i've done is particularly compelling it's just there's this there's this thing in their own brain that I'm observing how they interact with me. Some have just completely shut me off. Um, it's really weird. I haven't been able to unpack that. Um, I don't give it too much energy, but I'm a people watcher. That's probably why I got so far in my career because everything just circles around people and then process and then customers, right? So it's it's the people side of things that I've found the most enjoyable to watch because um, I haven't been able to understand it yet long. I don't know what you've encountered with with all the other stories that you've heard around the world, but I'll hand over to you because I want to. I know we've got limited time, so I want to talk to you, mate. I want you to listen to you. Sorry.
0: Uh, no problem, man. I, lo- dude, I loved every minute of that ramble. Every minute, of it. I love it. In fact, I would, yeah, cool. I would love to. And I don't know where you're at on the spectrum. I would love to take that as a clip. A video and audio clip yeah. and just put it out and say listen to this dude he just told my story and by the way you don't know it yet but he's telling your story just own it i, I just it. think it's beautiful do it. man do it uh, uh, all yeah, right. like I'm totally cool yeah. all right well, no issues with that. don't don't be surprised if one day you wake up and you, your inbox on linkedin is, looks a little different because i just might do it i loved it man yeah, i mate. think it was beautiful
1: that's cool. Uh, look, that was for beautiful. what it's worth. It was all from the heart. And it was just, it just it is what it is. Like, it's, it's nothing particularly compelling. But, yeah, like, it's, so to that point, have the, the people that you've interacted with, I mean, how have others reacted to what they've done? Like, on their journey, are they supportive wherever they're at? I mean, humans are a funny old bunch. But, I mean, who was supportive of you besides your family? I presume your family was, was, was all chips in.
0: Yeah, well, for sure. You, you do this as a team, right? And so the the families, the team, and, sure. and everybody, everybody's in that mix. Um, but you know, I, I would say that the three demographics you talk to i've I've experienced too. What's weird, though, and I'm sure you've also experienced, is you just kind of care a little less about what people Jeez. what people are thinking. Isn't that a joy? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it is it is it, it is. It's not to say it's not it's not to say you're, you're, Less human and less true to who you you are. You get hung up on on less of the meaningless stuff. Right. Um, right. I've got this an, an old colleague who I who I, yeah I, I clashed with an old colleague who I worked really hard to on the relationship, and he is one of few people from the last company I worked at who ringed me, and it starts off transactionally. How are you going? Has a family? Has the goats? Has the sheep? Has the cows? Has the chickens? has and i ask questions about his rv his family all that sort of stuff and when we get past the transactional stuff he he, he slips into a mode of talking about work crap and then i'll find myself being his support for about five minutes until it, there's this overwhelming burden on me and this sounds selfish it's like i can't do this like i've come to my happy place to be happy and this is i've opened a gate to bring in this um so i say i call it out okay hey Um, if it ends up on online, I don't want to say his name. I go, Hey, Mr. X, all of this is just bullshit. Like, seriously, you're, you're looking at retirement store. You're, you're, you've made your plans. Like you've sowed your seeds, like go and reap your rewards. Like these transactions with individuals, just, just let it wash over your back. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, cool. Look, I'm glad I was here to listen to what you had to say, but snap the fuck out of it, man. Like it's, there's, there's just, there's, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing of substance here, need. To, no one died. Yeah. No yeah. one's no one. Did, what's Yeah. Just work, work through it in your own pace, but just, yeah, I, I, I find that to your point of caring less. Yeah, definitely. And, it's- and, and maybe, and maybe, maybe that's what manifests in the one that demographic you were talking about that just because I care less and and the countless people that have said to me, you're looking good. You've lost weight. You look healthy. You're happy. You're smiling more like maybe that's what's what's the, the nucleus of some of that underlying jealousy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, but equally, I'm not going to give it too much energy.
0: It's um, it's not that you have less care to give. Right. It's not that you as a human being care less. It's that the stuff that you used to care about doesn't matter. You know, you think about when you're traveling the world as a, you know, an executive in an oil oil uh, the oil energy business, yeah. and you know how you looked, how your luggage looked for crying out loud, how you moved through an airport, yeah. how you held yourself, how you conducted yourself in a meeting, um, just just you know, and that's good stuff. I'm not I'm not here to say that's bad stuff, but the things that you used no. to put value on, that you used to give your yeah. care to, am I going to get a yeah. callback? Am I the person that this person is going to like better than my competitor? All that stuff you were giving mm. your care to and was actually grinding yeah. you down and de-minimizing who you are as a person in the long run, That's that shit doesn't matter anymore. Now it just doesn't yeah. matter. You still have the same yeah. amount of care. You just don't care what that other oil executive thinks about you yeah. as, as an executive. You care that he likes you. You care that yeah. he's you as a friend. You care that if he comes to town, he'd love to just catch up with you. Those are the things you care about. Yeah. But yeah. Um, being who you're not, and caring about what you don't, you don't have to care about that stuff anymore, and it's so freeing. And uh, and so that's that's one for me. I I, I uh, when I very first separated from my company, I was a studier too, and I studied people, and I realized a couple things. One, there were the people who really I knew loved me, were so thrilled. They they like oh my gosh. They didn't even know what I was gonna do, and then Normal Forty kind of started to get some traction. Like this plays to every one of your strengths. This is who you are. Yeah. This is this is what yeah. you can do. I can't. I can't wait to see where this goes. And it was genuine. And no. then the people who I felt no. were judgy, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy flaked out. He flamed out. He couldn't hack it. It was yeah. got to be too much. Yeah. I don't even know if he get. Maybe he got fired. All those people." Those are the same people one month, four, five, and six called me and said, Hey, what are you doing? Can we go, can we go have a beer? Can we, I'd love to, I'd love to hear how things are." They are the ones who are like, that's when it became obvious to me that, ah, they just, they just, they wanted to do it. They just didn't have the balls to do it. And, uh, and now they're, they're showing up saying, look, how do, how's it going? How is it really? And, uh, and can you, can you help me think through how maybe I could do something like this?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Look, and 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 there's there's a there's a long list of reasons, and and I and I and I consider myself to be fortunate from a positioning perspective. In certain regards, it might have been uh, financially easier to do some of this stuff, but none of the emotional side of of doing it was in any way easier for for myself compared to to anyone else. So level playing field on that. But there's a long list of. Uh, excuses to be completely frank with you not reasons that i hear from others when they say man i wish you could, i could do what you've done and i go just do it man well, what do you worry about oh, work is always at the top of the list or my missus doesn't think the same thing and i go all oh, right work through all of that man like i i don't have the answers for you because it's not my journey but like you you know what the problems are like you've just identified you've gone i want to do this and there's these hurdles like are you trying to jump over me just like looking at these hurdles. Like, <laughs> so you like if you really want it do you want to go and get it? If you don't, then like we're just having chit chat, and that's cool. Let's talk about something else because this is like real life shit now. Um,
0: yeah, it's so true. I've been, well, I was just gonna say I've I've had I've had probably about four hundred conversations just like this from dudes who haven't made the trade though. So this is so fun yeah. to talk to a dude who's 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 where I'm at. We're we're peers in this in this journey. Um, but um, I, I I get the same thing. You know, so what's I ask everybody the same question. Tell me what you're feeling. And they they give me these beautiful answers and I capture all of them. And I, I've i got a little I've got a, a spreadsheet over here that I keep to use the words that they use. And I say, OK, what's the dream? What do you want? And then they usually don't know. But I'm like, OK, well, let's talk about the ingredients. And eventually they kind of make this kind of sketch of real, the life that they want. Well, what's holding you back? And there's uh, they always go to um, a couple things. One, they're the provider. Yeah, that makes sense. It's tough. It's tough yeah. to walk away from from income that uh, and when when you're the provider Um, and it doesn't matter. It does not matter if you're making a million dollars a year or forty thousand dollars a year. It's hard. That separation, the mm-hmm. emotional separation, is just as hard. Um, so, so there's that. But they get to this point, and they're like, well, my wife used to work and now she stays home and she's raising the kids. and she really, She's gotten used to a lifestyle and, um, and I don't want to have to punish my kids if I quit my job and um, she deserves to stay home. And I want her to say, okay, cool. I get all that. Um, and then I ask this question. I say, okay, so what does your wife want for you? And here's the question they answer. They, I asked the question, what does your wife want for you very specifically? And then I just let them talk. And usually they'll talk for many minutes about what they think their wife wants from them. My wife doesn't want to work. She loves the country club. She goes out with her friends on Wednesdays and Sundays, and she loves to take the kids to the park, and she doesn't want to have to worry about X, Y, and Z. And and what this guy is telling me, and really what he's telling himself is, I don't have any options because I have to provide. And I let him get all the way through that. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But you didn't answer my question. What does your wife want for you? Because if you're telling me, Dude, that your wife wants wants for you to work and for you to be miserable and for you to work eighty hours a week and for you to miss dinner and for you to be in airports. That's what she wants for you.
1: Hmm. Instead
0: of having you home, having you happy, having you in sync with who you want to be, having you as a dad, having you at the dinner table, then you've got you don't need me. You don't need a dude who can help you make a career choice. You need a marriage counselor, because I yeah, bet well if you asked your wife what she wants for you, she'll tell you, I just want you to be happy, man. If that means you find a different yeah. job, then let's do it. I want you at home at dinner four days a week. If that means you got to quit your job, I'll, I'll, I'm in your corner. I want you to have time yeah. with kids. If that means we've got to do something radically different and downside our house, let's do it. But every time they answer a different question and then I give them homework, <gasps> I say, go ask your wife, don't talk to me again and don't allow yourself to believe that you don't have any options until you've asked your wife, honey, I'm not happy at work. I don't feel like I can do this another four or five or six years. I've got something else on my heart that I want to try, but I'm not going to do it before you and I get on the same page about our future. Can I ask you, what do you, what, what do you want for us? What do you want for me professionally? And just go let the conversation happen. And I get more callbacks from, from people saying, Holy Shit, that, that conversation totally changed my life. Yeah,
1: that's that's really neat because it's it's kind of like this autopilot that relationships and just life in general goes into. Um, and to your point about before when when you had mentioned to your 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 then colleagues at your last company that you're doing all this sort of stuff. Um for me the things that were swishing around in my head and what i saw manifest afterwards was how you described it's like you flaked out you did all this sort of stuff it's this expectation it's just this this underlying expectation that success looks like this so then the country club and all this other sort of stuff that's all just an outward projection of that's what success looks like like hubby's bringing home the bacon he's doing all these sort of things or whoever the breadwinner in the family is i'm not a misogynist it's just whatever that dynamic is it's just like just yeah, the conversation doesn't seem like it's being had. And, and I find myself in a fortunate position that um, being the polar opposites that I described before, that just kind of naturally happened maybe a little bit easier. Um, so I'm, I, I thank God for that. Like, that's 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 a, a big step in the right direction. So there's certainly been things that have enabled this to be easier for me, but nothing's impossible. Um, the other thing that you mentioned at the start, which really hit me in the feels, was you were talking about you know, you talk about it at 40. Yeah. Could I, should I, would I, then you talk about it at 50. It's still difficult. Like I've got this personality trait or predisposition. I will absolutely beat myself up internally if I could have done something and did it. Um, so that guy sitting on a porch, getting a watch for his 20 years service to a company, you know, um, and all of a sudden the door closes behind you and you go, Oh shit, now what? And my kids don't talk to me or the rest of it. I will, absolutely loathe myself like today's Andrew looks into the future and goes fuck that no way so that's just me as a person um that's probably a, a big underpinning in this it's like I can see the writing on the wall most can but I know that will eat me up inside um what have I got to do to change um it's 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 um it's the same story all over Um, it's really, it's really weird, but it's kind of cool that you're asking those questions of people, but the fact that they even want to ask the question at all means they're in the right place. Yes. So the fact that you're reaching out to them, they're like just that nudge, that
0: little nudge over the edge. You're, you're my sixth. This is a heavier day than most. My sixth call with dudes I've never met. Most of them I didn't even You know, I've never corresponded with, didn't they've never liked anything I've ever written, they've never shared anything I've ever posted. And I didn't even know they were here because they can't. They have to be invisible because they're scared of if they like something that I wrote, you know, their their boss is gonna find out. And so so your point about dudes are looking for a place to show up to feel normal. That's why I named the company normal 40. It's like, yeah, man, what you're feeling is normal. What's abnormal is dealing with it. What what really is normal is just grinding out another year. Maintaining the the manufacturing is the term I use. You're manufacturing the image. You got the car, the country club, the car, uh, the 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 corner office. You got that's the image you're manufacturing, and that's got a hell of a high price tag, a hell of a high price tag. Yeah. And once you once you get over that, or it and eventually that grinds you down. And so dudes are reaching out to me. They're like, I got to talk to someone. Here's this cat from the internet. I have no idea if he's a flake or what, but I'm gonna schedule a call. I'm going to wait four weeks to get on a call with him and we'll see what happens. And uh, I'm telling you, my cancellation rate is almost zero. I almost never <laughs> have no shows. Like never. Everybody asks me, what's your no show rate? About 50%. I'm like, no, if it happens one in 10, that's rare. And I usually get an apology note, like immediately after. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I can't yeah. believe I forgot this. So yeah. uh, it, there is, there is, there's, this is real, man. This is Real, and the fact that you dealt with it and I dealt with it, we took the courage to to do it, um, is is proof that it can be done. And I tell people they are like what's what's normal forty, you know, and they and then once you explain it, um, they 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 all kind of like wait a minute, I I kind of feel like that. But here's how I've I've come to explain it more recently. I'm I um and I came across this. I'm I'm writing a book right now, and I came upon it kind of when I was writing this book. I'm like, you know what normal forty is, and you just described it. In your personality trait, normal 40 is an insurance policy that you don't get five years older than whatever age you are today, feeling ex- and, and you're feeling this change, you're feeling you're not happy, you know, you should be doing something else, you know, your future isn't this company, you know, you should go. My normal Ooh. 40 is an insurance policy that you don't wait five more years and still have that same feeling and have done nothing, and all you have is some pay and a whole bunch of regret that now you're just five years older with the same problem. My insurance yeah. policy is you might stay, but if you spend enough time with me, we're going to do the math. We're going to we're gonna push hard into the corners of your life that you don't want to go into. We're going to understand exactly what you do and don't want to do with the rest of your life. And you might say, yeah. but at least you won't get yeah. five years older and say, God damn it, I should have went. You'll say, no, I stopped and I did the math and I stayed and I'm glad I did. Or you'll leave. You'll do something else yeah. and you'll get five years older and say, God damn it. Instead of doing it five years ago, I wish I'd have done it 10, but at least you did it. Yeah. It's insurance. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, that's a really, really eloquent way of putting it. Um, that's, that's a really good, that's that's a really good way to put a cherry on top of and, and a bowl around this thing and just say, that's what it is. It's the, it's the cut out the what ifs and the excuse matrix. Um, str- strangely, I was never one to, In my life to set goals. I know that sounds counterintuitive. It was just sort of this autopilot thing. And then, um, what I think you're, what I feel like you're doing in the service you're providing um, to people that are actually calling for it is in is in a roundabout kind of way something I got exposed to, uh, but I cherry pick what I needed out of it. I'll I'll try to bundle this up as quickly as I can. So. It's um, part of my professional development. I was sponsored to, to go part of this thing called the Executive Connection. So Executive Connection brings all these, you know, similar people, but from competing uh, different industries. So it's it's no no competition or anything. And you have this collective thought. You share your problems. You you get another person's perspective on solutions. And they wheel in people to have subject matter talks and all this sort of fun stuff. But once a year, I don't know. Once a year, at the end of the year, they ask you to set your goals for the next year. So the first time I'm like, goals, right? And it was just completely foreign to me. When you bookend one of the years, I remember this vividly. We bookended one of the years and there was a speaker who came in to talk to us and he asked us to draw this sort of a wheel and and show the percentage of your life where you're putting certain effort and energy. And I was absolutely disgusted with myself with respect to where my family sat on that wheel. Right, so I was supposed to be going to these things to become an even better person at work, but subliminally I'm going, holy fuck, this is showing me that I'm 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 drifting away from where I need to be. So I took from that that experience. Um, but you're al- you're allowing people a safe space to come to you and have that discussion and go, look, just take stock of where you're at, whatever normal 40 looks like to you, because it's not my dream. This is my dream sitting by me. here. That's right. Whatever that looks like to you, what are those hurdles in front of you? And what is it just fear holding you back, or is it other things that you could possibly actually knock over with a bit of a plan and a strategy behind it? So, um, I think it's really the same what you described, plus the safe space to be able to feel comfortable to do it without feeling less of a man, pardon the cliche, because that all that societal expectation, man. I think you're doing, doing God's work, brother. Like, it's 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 it's, um, it's super special. And that's the reason why I reached out to you at first because I was like, this shit needs to be shouted from the rooftops. It has, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be because our normal now is, is abnormal um, and we're made to feel somehow vilified if you even sand against that grain. Like it's just don't find your normal, whatever it is. Just don't find happiness, yeah? Like it's, it's there. It is there. Um, and it's certainly not a car and a country club and all that other sort of superficial shit for me. Anyways, so I'm um, I'm not surprised that you've got a four-week look ahead of, of meetings and I'm not surprised that you've got um, uh, people that don't cancel. I've been beside myself with excitement to to have this chat with you because it's kind of like I felt like I was on an island on my own, not from an arrogant perspective or anything like it, just like it felt so foreign to everything and everyone and you don't really hear about this sort of stuff or you don't know where to go and digest this sort of content so even you putting out a book um i know you were down were you in miami or something you were you were writing yeah. i remember you writing that. yeah i was i was following that going that's really cool so um have you ever written a book before
0: oh gosh no 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 no, <laughs> no. That's, awesome. that's awesome hey i'm gonna, um, will you do me a favor sure. i I would love it. So I'm asking just a, a small community to read a read the book before pre-publication, yeah. before it's even through edit. Sure. And if you like it, I'm not asking you to um, help me edit it or add chapters. Just I'm looking for some dudes who will lend their voice and their name to hopefully what's an endorsement. If you like it, if you don't like it, mm-hmm. obviously don't endorse it. But, sure. you know, uh, and, you know, a two or three or four sentence or a paragraph endorsement of the book. Um, If I sure. if I put you on a list of people that I send that out to, would you be cool with that? Hundred
1: percent. What, uh, what whatever 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 I can I can do that you need me to do, I can see. Like I said to you before, you got laser focus on this mission. It resonates with me. So whatever whatever you need, consider it done from my part. Um, I'm even humbled by the fact that you would consider that you'd consider me for something like that. So that's that's super cool, man. Thank you.
0: Of course, I'm I'm super excited to to share it with you, man. Look, I got a real feeling that this isn't the only time you and I are going to talk. I I, I really enjoy this. Well, Um,
1: I probably did did all of the talking, to be fair. And I said to myself before this, you probably need to switch that off and these on. But I've done that thing that I do. So I'm really sorry about that. I'm I'm conscious, but working on that. But I'd hope I'd hope that when when the dust settles and, and all these other things that you got going on, if you had the time, man, I'd love to just chew the fat with it, even if it's just talking about life, whatever it is, man, whatever, whatever. I'd I'd like that. I'd really like that. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I've got I've got just a bunch of questions for you. I'd love to ask, but let me ask this one. Sure. Um, so have you ever listened to Normal 40, the podcast?
1: Not yet. No, I've, I've okay. not. I've, I've not had an avid uh, i'm not an avid podcaster but it's not to say i won't try something for the first
0: time so Dude, yeah listen to me i'm, okay. I'm good. you're gonna hear your own story so go to okay. normal 40 the podcast and um yep um listen to it and and the first one is called the beginning and uh, and yeah. you'll you'll listen to that and my guess is you're gonna put your AirPods down and go, holy cow, that sounds familiar. (laughs) So um, give some thought to, give that a listen. Here's what I I would love to do. So I've got a podcast out there. Obviously, the dudes I talk to can't show up. They can't post like, they can't do anything on LinkedIn. They can't know, they can't let their boss or their spouse know that this is how they're feeling. But I found that this podcast connects with them. And I know that because they get downloaded like crazy. Um, And I love it. I love I love just knowing that you can get inside someone's head and and hopefully be helpful. I would love to just almost make this entire chat a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to have you on and you and I uh, there's a host, Adam. You'll hear him, he's unbelievable. And he's just a dude who showed up, just like me writing a book's first time I've done it. I would mm-hmm. I'd been writing on LinkedIn and Adam shows up out of the blue and he's like, and he's got a very he's got a couple of very successful podcasts, sports related. And he's like, I love what you're oh. doing, I love your mission. I'm in my normal 40. I want to do this podcast for you. I'm like, uh, cool. Okay. But I'm not, I I told Adam, like, I'm not going to splice it. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to post it. That's not my thing. He's like, no, I got it. I got it. Yeah, So you'll love Adam, but this is just me following the omens, baby. Adam showed up and we're seeing where it's going. You showed up. Let's see where it's going. I can see this ramble being an entire podcast. And then at the end, we, You, me, and Adam ramble on where you're at, what you're working on, what's next, how are your kids, what was the hardest part, yeah. what, and what I really want to ask, but we'll say for the podcast, is I want to know the moment, because everybody's got a moment, the moment when you said, screw this, I'm out of here, yeah, right. I'll, I'll, decision yeah, made, yeah. and I want to yeah. know that moment, and I want to know that feeling in that moment, that uh, that you can share now if you've got it, I'm glad to listen, I got time. Or we'll save it for the podcast, baby. I
1: reckon. I reckon. I reckon. I'll save it because I want to. I want to give it justice, and I want to. I want to. Um, I want to gather my thoughts on it and and really, really tap into the emotion behind it too. So if it, if it's okay with you, I'll, yeah, I'll park that one. But I will take you up on the offer. I definitely. The other, will.
0: Um, the other thing. Yeah. The other thing I'd want you to t- hit on there. I'll just tell you, I want. I want you to be. Everybody who listens and in and, and if they've had a steady diet through each of the podcast episodes, of what. it feels like before you make the trade, because that's what they're at. And that's where I show up. It's like all the angst and the image and the ego and the pay and the travel and you know all those things. I, I but um I also need to hit on, look, here's what it here's the here is the trade. Here's the other side. Here's what it looks like. Here's what it feels like. And yes, there's risk. I'm not here to say that isn't hard. It isn't free, and it isn't without some level of financial sacrifice. But there is upside. When you change your balance sheet from finance to time, there's there's a difference in it. And I would love to just hear you ramble on the podcast about what this side of the trade looks like.
1: Yeah, no definitely, definitely. that that's a that's a, that's a lived experience, so that would be um, that would be easy just to, to 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 ramble on, to be fair. So yeah, no, definitely, definitely. All right. I could do
0: that. And then I, I need to come do it. the podcast at your farm. I mean, I can just—we <laughs> need the chickens and the goats you and fish, the cows you and fishing everything. You're for a
1: junket, are you? You're going for a junket.
0: So you there some <laughs> well, of that like corporate. You haven't shed all of your corporate traits. <laughs> the problem is, I'm the corporate expense guy, so uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work quite as you good as you. I was going to say you can run that past the COO and the CFO. <laughs> Uh, yeah i would love a good oh, junket phenomenal. the problem is i'm still stuck with a bill at the end of a good junket now
1: yeah exactly exactly oh that's hilarious Yeah, you know of oh, my oh, y- yes to all and everything else that you got that coming down the pipeline at me it's all good man
0: all right all well dude, we make a- i've really enjoyed this and you're gonna see um you're gonna see this this conversation is gonna find more ears than just ours it was too good uh, i don't know how it's gonna happen yet i don't know what it's gonna look like but I'm going to, I'm going to share it with Adam for sure. And uh, I love where you're at, man. Thanks for sharing your story. And thanks for letting me share it. Because it's just, it's, it's really helpful to the mission. When, when I can talk to dudes who will let me share their story, it's really helpful. And I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, look, it's, um like I said before, it's nothing particularly compelling. Look, on reflection, when you said, you know, the angst and the anxiety and all that other sort of emotive stuff getting to that point. Um, now that I've, looked past it um it's kind of just my normal part on the cliche so it doesn't feel that exciting and compelling anymore but it's kind of nice to to validate myself if I'm completely honest because I'm still human that that you know there was some meth to the madness and and um yeah no like I'm I'm really thankful for the fact that you took time out of your working week I'm thankful that you're you're on the mission that you're on and just let's just keep keep um I'll take my hands off the wheel and see, see where it goes like it really is that simple so
0: just follow the omens, thank you brother I love it 100% man look
1: after yourself um
0: and we'll talk soon maybe I I you can count on it man I really enjoyed this okay. thanks for scheduling the love call it. I appreciate it when I hit join meeting I never know what I'm going to get and man this <laughs> one was a, this one was a treat right down to right uh, uh, down we, when you came into focus and I heard the chickens I'm like all right. And the accent. Yeah, I didn't think you were an yeah, Australian yeah. until we got on the call.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I might um, dress more appropriately uh, no. knowing that it's recorded. I'll, I won't wear Crocs next time. And, and I, you know, there's not much I can do with my hair, but I'll try to tart myself up somehow.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you don't have to care about what anybody thinks. You show up just like that. I love oh. it. All
1: right, man. You look after yourself. We'll talk all soon, right. all right?
0: We'll Take see you on the right next page, hang in, my
1: friend.
0: Good on you, man. Good on you. Keep on all keeping right. on. Cheers, buddy. Hey, everyone. That's a wrap. Thanks for being here. Man, I want to give a special thanks to my friend, Andrew Zanet. I just couldn't have enjoyed that conversation anymore. You know, you got to remember, I didn't even know this guy existed. And I don't mean to sound weird about that. But the fact that you can, this is how cool my life has become, just leaning into curiosity. I show up at my computer, I hit join meeting and I get to have an hour long conversation like the one you just heard with a spectacular human being who's in the middle of the same thing I'm going through and you are too. He's just a year or two ahead of you and how he articulates it and how he puts it together. And the fact that he's courageous enough to let us share his story is just absolutely spectacular. And I just have a feeling, and I said it in the podcast, I just absolutely have a feeling that this is not the last time Andrew and I are going to chat. And I really hope in my lifetime, I get to go see that farm. And I hope that he keeps that gate open for me. Hey, just a couple things. Um, I want to invite you to two things that I'd really love you to take part in. One is the insider, it's a small community that I've got. It's a closed community, it's not on social. It's, you've got to go to normal40.com and come in. It is a community for dudes like you people who have the life that they wanted, have the things they chased, they know they're living their best days. And something isn't adding up and they know that they're ready to make the trade. They just don't know what the trade's going to be. Well, guess what? I've got a community for people just like you. I show up in there. I post in there. We do live meetings in there. And you can create friendships in there with people who are just right where you are. Go to normal40.com, go to community, hit the insider. It's as easy as I can make it for you. Join me there. Second, the Rambler. It's a, it's a weekly newsletter newsletter. Go ahead and subscribe to The Rambler also on my website. Scroll all the way to the bottom, and it will say sign up. And uh, that's a free publication. And I don't even like to call it a newsletter because there's no news in it. It's just conversations from me to you and things that you can expect along the way, the things and tools that I've used to help get through some things. And um, and we're going to we're gonna keep it real. We're going to keep that, that newsletter real, and I'd love for you to join. Last, I'm going to start talking about my book, The Trade. Look, I've sent about 35 copies out, and I cannot believe, and I, I, I don't know how to say it. I cannot believe the wonderful feedback that I've got um, coming back from the people who have read it. It's been emotional, quite honestly, for them and for me. And I love the individual who has said they would, they were, uh, they'll be my lead endorsement. I can't wait to share them with you, and I can't wait to share the letter I sent to them that encouraged them to slow down just enough to give this little cat from South Dakota enough time to, to think that maybe, maybe they can be helpful at this. All right. Enough rambling for me. Thanks everyone for being here. If you love the podcast, please leave it a five-star. If you really love the podcast, and you want some brownie points from Adam and me, go ahead and leave a recommendation or an endorsement and we will send you some cookies. Adam, prepare some cookies. Cause hopefully we're sending some hey everyone. Thanks for being here. I'm going to see you next week on the podcast until then. I'll see you on the next page. I'll see. You.